Hi, guys. Hi, Erica. Hi, Erica. Dory, Mel, how are we doing tonight? Oh, you profoundly know, living the dream. Yeah, <laughs> profoundly tired. Yeah. <laughs> are t- tired just because of life or because of nonstop Christmas mayhem slash movies? All of the things. All, all of the, the things. things. Yeah. There's too many things all happening at once. Mm-hmm. And all I wanted to do is sit on my couch and watch comfort television. I know. There's just not enough hours of the day. These stupid jobs get in the way. I know. Work always gets in the way over it. I know. But in good news, it's finally starting to feel winter-y-ish here in LA. (laughs) Yeah. It was actually chilly last night. Today we were in the low 60s. (laughs) I know. It rained for like maybe half a second at some point. I know. And it's going to be like 55 sometime this week. And I'm just like, break out the parkas. I know. (laughs) I can't wait. Finally, we're here. I I can't wait to have a working water heater again. Oh, Mel. (laughs) Mel's been without hot water for days. Yeah. I'm pretty stinky. Good thing I live alone. What do you, what do you stinky? When you have to take a shower, like, do you just like hold your breath and go? Oh. No, I can't. I tried it once and I was like, you know, and I was chilled for the rest of the day. It's torture. <laughs> it was like, you know, I'm not doing that again. I'm yeah. I'm not strong enough. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. There's nothing I'm worse not, than a cold yeah. shower. I'm not army yeah. strong. Mel's so. <laughs> <laughs> no, not going to do a polar ice plunge anytime soon. No. Can I tell you guys a, a an LA Christmas story, a sure. classic LA Christmas story, just real mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. So I went to get my booster shot at Costco and I noticed as I was leaving right next to it is the husk of a Toys R Us. Like, you know, those, how all the Toys R Us kind of went out of business Mm -hmm. maybe like four years ago, it seems like. Mm -hmm. So this one still looks like a Toys R Us. It's just like, you just see the imprint of the letters, you know? So you still know it was a Toys R Us, but there was a big banner across it that said live Christmas trees for sale inside fresh Christmas trees. And I said, this is my time. This is my moment. (laughs) I can go walk through the classic Christmas tree, fresh Christmas tree lot. I'm so excited. So I walked into the abandoned Toys R Us (laughs) Christmas tree lot and boy, were my expectations not met? Oh no! <laughs> wow, what was in there? So basically, it still looked like an abandoned Toys R Us. Like the apocalypse had happened. Like all the toys were off the shelves. There was a toys left, but all the shelving was there, like in disarray, with like a sign hanging by one thread that says "dolls," you know, swinging <laughs> back and forth. And then in the middle of the store, where I think the cash registers were there was maybe 30 or less Christmas trees in lines. It's just straight line, three straight lines. And like one teenager working the door in a t-shirt, <laughs> no hot cocoa. He called me ma'am. It was like awful. <laughs> I was like, this is the saddest. I just, Oh my gosh. I, I could not get out of there fast enough. So oh, man. that's the worst LA man. They sure that's... know how to not do it. So depressing. <laughs> oh. oh my were the Christmas trees like even good quality Christmas trees? I, you know, I did the one thing that I'm like, I feel like I've learned this from all the Hallmark movies where you go and you you crush the the needle mm-hmm. and you're like, if it bounces back, it's fresh. And it just felt, I don't know, it didn't feel like anything. It just felt like 
dead stabbing me (laughs) i don't know it was it was not as i pictured i mean did you like did you at least get a whiff of the evergreenness of that? i mean i had a mask on so i didn't i should have gotten in close but really once i got in i was like i need to escape as soon as i can with my christmas spirit it just smelled like sad children it did (laughs) From a former Toys R Us store. Disappointed dreams. Jeffrey yeah. the giraffe, old and decaying. Oh, so <laughs> sad. I know. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's that's hilarious. I It's hilarious because I don't think I've ever seen Christmas trees sold inside that were real. Yeah. Me either. It, it, it was suspicious. It was suspicious. Yeah, it sounds suspicious. And then abandoned Toys R Us. Who, who allowed that? Who permitted that? It's like the spirit Halloween stores. It is. Trying except- to pivot. <laughs> I bet it was a Halloween store like two I'm months sure ago. It was. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Wow. Anyway, I didn't want to bring us down, but no, I, I felt like you guys sharing. could relate. You know, yeah. uh, it never quite feels like Christmas no. completely out here. Oh we need to, God. I'm telling you one of these years, how do we get in a Hallmark movie. How can we be extras that we are? Yeah. We were made for this. I know. I know. We'd be know. doing the most in the background. I know they yeah. actually probably I'd be like fire throwing us, my head us back and leave. laughing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd like would- pretend I'm cold, you know, like rub your hands together. <laughs> I'd be stirring my hot cocoa with the giant candy cane. I, you guys we're ready. Come on, Hallmark, put us in. I know. Well, speaking of, <laughs> Hallmark, we uh changed up the bracket. I know. Yeah, I'm should. so glad we did. You know, no no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. No. Yeah. So basically, we have two weeks left, and we had lifetime movies filling out those two weeks. And last week we had a conversation about how disappointed <laughs> we were. A spiral. Mm-hmm. So we just I mean, took it upon ourselves I, to get rid of those lifetime movies and replace yeah. them with Hallmark. Yeah. Life's too short, man. Yeah. I kept a lot of that spiral in the episode because yeah. <laughs> I wanted people to hear our process. But then we had <laughs> we had that conversation and that wasn't even like the meltdown. The real meltdown came when we logged off from yeah. recording. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. So obviously from that rant, you <laughs> learned our results, which was see you later lifetime. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. See you next year, maybe. Yeah. Sorry. We and we we have received a lot of support from that. Yeah. People are like, whatever you got to do, yeah. we're here for you. <laughs> yeah. We just got to survive, and that yeah. was to nix those lifetimes. So, because of our switch this week, we watched Hallmark movies and mysteries, our Christmas journey, and it's up against Sister Swap, Hometown Holiday on Hallmark, mm-hmm. which so our- is one of two. Yes, the first of has a companion piece, which we'll be watching next week by the Williams sisters. Yes. So Um, should we dive in? Yes, let's do it. So here's the synopsis for our Christmas journey. As a single mom and her teenage son with autism come to a crossroad during Christmas, she must learn to let go so he can flourish as she finds her own heart healing in unexpected ways. Starring our queen. Holly Robinson, Pete. First of all, let's just say how beautiful she looked in this movie. She yeah. is gorgeous. 
I love her so much. And I mean, I think this was one of her like really good, mm-hmm. one of her best performances. I love that they had her in braids. She had the long braids. Oh, mm-hmm. I love her. I love her too. I appreciated that this movie was starring her executive produced by her as she is a mom uh, whose son is autistic. So to me in real life, in real life. Yes. So to me, she has walked in the shoes of this character. And so I always think that someone who knows real life experience of the role can add to that. And so I appreciated knowing that the feelings that this character were having were probably at one point in her life felt by her in her real life. I don't have a lot of knowledge about autism. I know there's controversy with like therapies and it's clearly like a hard world to navigate. And so I think I'm back and forth because I like that the story showed how the mom, Holly Robinson Pete was dealing uh, with everything, but I also kind of wish we saw more of how Marcus was navigating everything. Um, And I understand that's hard because this character was nonverbal. So I'm not sure how they could have made that happen, but I just wish we saw more through the eyes of him. But I was like so touched every time she kind of shared what she deals with as a mom of a, with a son with autism, you know, she brought up meltdowns. She brought up getting looks from other people. She brought up that story of when Marcus was held underwater by bullies um, at the, you know, the city pool. And I just felt like Holly Robinson, like did such a great job, like showing the struggle that a mom feels trying to protect her son. Cause that's all she was doing. You know, yes, you want your kid to be independent and, you know, have confidence in themselves, but that's hard enough to do as a parent in general, but like to have someone who has special needs and a, and especially is nonverbal. Like, I just can't imagine how hard it would be to like, really try to let go when all you want to do is protect your child. Mm-hmm. It was touching to see how, you know, her as a mom, her character just wanted the best for her kid, but also she wanted to hold him close because he's never been out in the world without her. So I loved seeing that. I loved that they showcased uh, the daughter's feelings as well, because I think that's something that gets overlooked, um, which is no fault of any parent with a kid with special needs, but I can't imagine having to juggle that. You know, you have a child that needs a lot of attention, a lot of therapies, a lot of um, additional support. And then you have, you know, your other child who sometimes probably feels they take a back seat. So I think it was great to bring that to light because that's not even something that I ever really kind of thought about when it comes to special needs parents with more than one kid. The I kind of like, didn't really care about the romance story of it all. You know, I, mm-hmm. I wish that what they would have done is they really, and correct me if I'm wrong, maybe I didn't, pay attention enough, but did they say specifically why they divorced or was it just like, we have all the same arguments? They didn't get that deep into it for the the reasons why. Yeah. It felt like it was because of the stresses at home. I think what they could have done is maybe just explore that a little deeper. I know that that's not the thing. They don't have to harp on like why we broke up, but then I feel that when they made up, like what happens to all those 
problems. What what changed? What changed? Yeah, is exactly Mm -hmm. right. And so, you know, if I knew like what caused them to separate and then I saw them talk about that, then I would believe more that like, oh, there are a couple that are trying to make this work. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was a really touching movie. I kind of wish they would have explained a little bit more about the, the hope Hills. Was that, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Just so. because to someone like, I understand, you know, like what's think, happening there. Yeah. Like, right. It, and like, you know, I, I is it a- right. And it's like, you know, once autistic adults are 18, yes, I know it's really hard for them to find jobs and all that, but is that what this place does? It, it, it just wasn't clear. So it's just, is it a center where they, where kids stay and that helps them further, you know, their adult life. I just, I wish it was, it just, I don't know. I just was confused on like, what help is he getting at this place? Like, obviously it's something Mm -hmm. that's going to help him, but like, what specifically is it? And I think that was just, if there are places that are really like that, like that would have helped educate viewers a little bit more. Like what, what is the step towards? Yeah. 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 So, you know, but I, I was, you know, this is again, the actor that played Marcus is, mm-hmm. you know, autistic. Uh, I love that they did that because, you know, how many movies have there been where they just hire mm-hmm. an actress to portray and, you know, they've never walked in those shoes. So no, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, you know, it, it's not the bubbly jokey kind of movie, but that's what we know is going to happen on Hallmark <laughs> movies and mysteries. So I was just going to say that I really appreciate Hallmark movies and mysteries or just Hallmark in general and HRP, but Hallmark for being willing to do a movie that is so different than their mm-hmm. norm. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't know if, if it wasn't HRP who was like a big player for Hallmark, if, if, and it was so personal to her, I don't know if it would have gotten made, you know what I mean? Because this is a movie and yes, of course they had to add the romance and they, I don't, I agree. They didn't really need the romance, but maybe they weren't Willing well, they have to, to step for away. these. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they were fully willing to step away from the formula. And, uh, and I guess you want a happy ending for HRP or a new beginning. Um, because like I like I liked how it was, you know, she's worried that he's not will not ready that her son's not ready to let go, and then it turns out that she's the one that's really not ready to let go. So it gives her at least a hopeful future, but I just was blown away that this was on Hallmark and like the center of the movie was not just a romance and I got to put on a Christmas play or, you know, get the dance recital or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just really commend Hallmark for doing this. I don't know how much credit they should get, but it was just different. And I appreciated that so much. Tori. I liked this. Um, I was really moved by it too. I cried like the whole time. I thought everyone was really good. I thought everyone gave really great performances. I mean, this might be the best Holly Robinson Pete has ever been. Mm -hmm. And probably because she cared so much about the subject matter. I think that the romance of it all is a really interesting thing to kind of dive into because remember I don't know if it was last I don't know if it was over the summer or when but remember Hallmark was talking about they're going to start taking more chances with their storytelling Mm -hmm. and doing different things and people got pissed because they were like I want my rom-coms and I get wanting your rom-coms we all do but 
I think that there has to be a place for stories like this. And I mean, I think that Hallmark did a good job and I feel like there has to be a place for movies like this that don't have to rely on a romance. Am I crazy for feeling no, like that? I get no, it. Like we have Hallmark movies and mysteries and Hallmark channel devoted to romantic stories. And I, and I love that obviously, like we started mm. a freaking podcast about it. Obviously we love it. But after seeing this movie, I was like, I think a place needs to be made for a family movie like this that tackles a different subject matter. Like you don't need the romance. I think I agree with Erica. I was way more interested in Marcus's story. And even those little snippets we saw of him at the school, like interacting with the teacher, interacting with the other students, like I wanted to see more of that and more of his Mm -hmm. sister's journey and what was going on with her. And like, I was way more interested in that piece of it. Um, And so I, I agree that the romance felt like shoved in there because they have to. And I wonder what this movie could have been if they didn't need to have that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still thought it was good. I still really enjoyed it. Um, I think it's an important, like when we talk about diversity and inclusion, we are also talking about this. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that this is just the beginning of you know, making movies about this. I would love to see more stories, you know, cause like the thing about autism is that it's a spectrum, you know, there's no mm-hmm. kids, adults on the spectrum that are alike. And so this story is just one story. There's just, there's just so many different stories you could share um, about autism. So who knows, maybe she's just beginning to tell those stories. That'd be kind of cool. If she kept going. I hope so. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what I thought when I was watching this, I think these stories deserve to be told. And I, don't necessarily think that Hallmark is the wrong place for them. Like, I think there could be a home for these, I don't know, on Hallmark drama, like something like I don't, I know that we so hardcore associate Hallmark with a very specific type of movie. But when I was watching it, I was like, they can pull this off. Like there's more that can be done. So why not do it? You know, like, I don't know. I just think that this movie showed an incredible opportunity for more storytelling like this. I hope they find a way to do it because yes, we all love the rom-coms for sure. But the sheer number of movies that Hallmark makes every year, like I think why not dedicate a portion of them to other topics? Like why not? Yeah, I do. I know we're talking about how the romance was unnecessary, which I do agree. But I did really like the actor and the character of the father. Yeah. Um, I yeah, thought it was great. Because you know that it's so, like in other Hallmark movies, so many other movies, they could make that person like, why can't my son be normal? You know, like, like they mm-hmm. could make him like cold or not understanding or, you know, so many things. But he was so loving of his kids. And that scene where he's teaching his son how to shave was like mm-hmm. so sweet. And it's just like a little moment that may not make a movie. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it may not make other movies that just, you know, they're just like onto the cocoa scene and onto the snowball fight scene. Yeah. So true. But, yeah. But like a scene like that, that, you know, is so small, but so big 
and so full of meaning I don't know so much is conveyed in that scene that I was just like I I love this and I love him I thought he was great um I love that there was no one was wrong you know what I mean about what was best Mm -hmm. you know it was like everyone had their opinions and you know I don't know I just I don't know I love this movie it was I'm so glad it was made it it led me me to like google I was looking a little bit about Holly Robinson Pete and, and her son. And, you know, they had that reality show for a while. I thought it was on Hallmark, but the clips I was finding were, were own. So maybe it was it on used, own. It used to be on own. Um, and I think after own, it moved, moved to Hallmark, but it, it used to be an own show. Yeah. But there were scenes like they're like clips from that reality show where she's having conversations with her son about his autism. Mm-hmm. And like what it was like through the years where he it sounded like he was nonverbal and then he became verbal and now he's like working with other autistic kids, like younger kids. And I was like, these are amazing clips. And why have I like, I mean, I know I'm not in tune to the things, but I'm in tune to a lot of reality television, you know, and it's like, why did this show not make more of a splash is what I wonder. You know what I mean? It felt like good reality television, you know, mm-hmm. the kind we need. Yeah. And like you bring up that scene about, you know, the dad helping the uh, helping Marcus shave, like little nuggets like that just makes me think that that was reality at one point for Holly Robinson Pete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, any other producer that wanted to produce a movie that hasn't walked in those shoes, you know, they might not even think of something like that. But yeah, everything right. that I saw in the movie, I, I did wonder, like, I wonder if that's a real life. Mm-hmm. thing that Holly Robinson felt all those feelings about she's feeling about, you know, wanting to protect her kid. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure with this, with the other children, the siblings, I'm guarantee you, she felt that, you know, and she's, yeah. she's writing or portraying what she really felt in real life. So that's what I, I loved about it. I mean, I'm, I'm just so happy that this movie was made and I'm happy that we put it on the bracket um, so that we could have a conversation about it because I think it is really important and who knows if this wasn't a Holly Robinson Pete, like if she wasn't pushing for it, if something like mm-hmm. this would have ever happened. So I really commend her for being so open about her journey as a mother of a son, um, with autism and her son being willing to share his experience too. Like I really commend that whole family for being so open about their experiences because what, after I watched it, I went online and looked a little, and there were a lot of people who were thanking her for bringing this, for making this movie and for, you know, giving a, a peek into some of their experiences. Um, I, this just to me showed like another facet of what Hallmark could be and what Hallmark could do, mm-hmm. like the good that they can do um, with their platform. Cause like I was saying before, like there are just so many movies, like mm-hmm. let's so open many stories it up a little. Yeah. There are so many stories. Like let's open it up some more because I think this was, I think this was a win. I think this was a, good movie and I'm glad that we have it it was so it was so so sweet and I do like on I want to talk about the Christmas stuff in the movie real quick I forgot I wanted to talk about this so what I loved is that we always have these you know scenes 
that we have to hit in a Christmas mm-hmm. movie, like the tree decorating, the this, the that, whatever. Those moments in this movie felt so intentional and so purposeful, yeah. more so than any other Hallmark Christmas movie I think I've ever seen. Yeah. They gave like, motivation, like actual motivation. For <laughs> sure. And it and I freaking loved it. Like the play at the end meant so mm, much more right. than any other play at the end of a Hallmark Christmas movie. You're so right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To see him come out and be and smile and be happy on stage like that when he was so nervous and just to have seen his growth from the beginning of the movie to the end, like that scene was more meaningful than any other Christmas play we've seen. And then when they were doing the wreaths, I Mm -hmm. loved that with the grandma and the woman who owns the inn and her story with her grief and losing her mother and how that wishing wreath like meant a lot to her. And then putting the star on the tree after her mother had passed away that year, like every one of those moments that can kind of be like, they, they just, there's payoff there. There's a payoff there because those moments hit different in this movie. They were so intentional and so beautiful. And when the, the um, sister at the end, when she was playing the piano Mm -hmm. and the, and the girl sat next to her and saying like all of those moments were so meaningful and I really appreciated them, you know, like it's never like that, you know, so many times in these movies, it's like, we're going down a checklist and like, trust me, I, mm-hmm. I enjoy that as well, mm-hmm. but this was big. It meant uh, those moments meant so, so much. I loved them. All in all, a good one. All yeah. in all, a good one. Shall we switch over to our second movie? Sister Swap. Sister Swap. <laughs> Sister Swap. So this first one is Sister Swap, a hometown holiday. Jennifer and Meg Swift are sisters who couldn't be closer despite living hours apart. Jennifer is in Salt Lake City running a successful restaurant she started with her late husband and raising her teenage son, Simon. Meg stayed in their hometown of Hazelwood, helping their parents run the local bakery. This Christmas is the family's first since the passing of Uncle Dave, who owned the town's beloved theater the Madison, where many memories were made over the years. When Jennifer and Simon return home for the holiday, they become wistful for one more Christmas at the Madison, despite that it's for sale and in need of repairs. Meanwhile, Meg is helping Jennifer's restaurant staff in Salt Lake prepare for a Christmas competition among local restaurants with the winner earning money for the charity of its choice. With the sisters switching cities leading up to the holiday, they find a new sense of purpose and discover what they both truly need in life and in love. Starring Kimberly Williams Paisley and Ashley Paisley. Ashley Paisley. Ashley Williams. (laughs) Sister wife, Ashley Paisley. Sister wife. (laughs) Sister swap, sister wives. Yeah. Real life sisters. I mean, how cute are they? This movie is so, was just like sweet, you know? (laughs) Right off the bat, when I saw them like having so much fun together, I was like, I bet this is how they are in real life. Mm-hmm. I know. I thought this was delightful. I, did, I I, mean, talk about a weekend of movies being different. You know what I mean? Like I this, Yes. This, this movie. Different. Yeah. I had a lot of different. Can mm-hmm. I, 
I mean, just starting for me, just one thing that I'm like, well, I don't know if I've like, this feels different is that the person who had died and, you know, who were so, so important to their lives and left this like iconic theater that was so important to their lives was like a childless uncle. I was like, mm-hmm. and he was, and the, you know, and it was all about the mother's grief too, over the loss of her brother, her mm-hmm. best, like her best friend brother, which I loved. I mean, I wish we had a little more Kevin Nealon in the movie, but I know but his role was impactful. I love, I love that. I love that his passion was this theater. Um, I love that it meant so much to all of them and that they grew up there and that he was just such a part of their lives and their celebration. I just loved that. I loved that both their parents were still alive (laughs) and (laughs) that both their parents so clearly loved this uncle. And I love that the the father slash grandfather was like in a wheelchair and it was never a story. Like, it wasn't like, Oh, like it was just a plot point. It was just, he just was, it was just dad. And that he was like a, like a great, I don't know what his blue singer, whatever that, that band he was playing in that. I was like, this is really good. That was the best tree lighting ever. (laughs) Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. And I loved that. We were hearing story snippets from Ashley Williams from the sister that was in the city that we were, I'm sure we're going to see play out. Like, it feels like we're going to see parallel timelines. You are. Yeah. yeah. And is, that's what I had exciting. no idea that was going to happen because, you know, we started seeing them together and then Kimberly goes to ta- to hometown. And then I'm like, well, where the hell is Ashley? What's going on? And then it, it took me a while to like get into my brain. Oh, I see what's happening here. I just was like, why are they promoting this with both of them? This, where the hell is Ashley? And then it made me think, oh, the second one must be like, we're going back in time to see what she was doing while mm-hmm. Kim was there. And it, that's why I was, it took me longer than it should have guys. I'm embarrassed to say, because I was mad at first. I was like, what's happening. And then where's like, Ashley Williams. Yeah. This is like, ridiculous. I yeah. want my money back. I know. And then that, when they would go to her, I'm like, well, she's doing these things and we're not even seeing it. And then it was like, oh, next week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think like that. I mean, they've never even tried that on Hallmark before. No, this yeah. is like, I'm obsessed with this concept. Have they ever done something like high concept like this? Never, right? Like, no, this is wild. These movies, like, just a time traveling Christmas shaft or whatever. <laughs> Don't knock Christmas. that time travel, guys. No, no, I'm not talking about the train. I'm talking no, about she's talking CCB about the, and the, the shed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But I do wonder, like, would it have made more sense to put these movies on a Saturday and Sunday? Yes, totally. It definitely would have. Totally. Because, and I mean, I understand they want these movies, like, they're one night. to have its separate weekend to like carry the weekend or whatever. But it would have been so killer to have it Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday. I would have loved that. And I think next, but I think next weekend we can marathon them. I think they're going to play the that would be smart one into the second one um but yeah i agree it should have been on consecutive nights i loved it i mean i just love kimberly williams paisley ever since you know father the bride i know uh she still looks just as young as she did then (laughs) she's gorgeous she's so gorgeous um i loved the home movies Mm-hmm. and oh, you know, I was crying. Yeah. And like seeing the son, her son recording, you could tell that that was going to come back into play. So that when you see it at the end 
where they're at the theater and he made a little video of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so oh, sweet. And then him and his matching light up bow ties with his grandpa it was like, oh my God. And then Ashley came and in wearing one too. wearing one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like the films, the film girls nerding out over him. We need more boys in our film program. How often do you hear that? Um, I know, <laughs> right? Literally never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I really just let this movie wash over me. I mm-hmm. didn't really you know, sit down and take any notes just because I was enjoying it so much. I love how much time we spent in that theater because we've seen at this point a lot of Save the Theater. Mm-hmm. But you really got a sense of being in that theater and living yes. there. And it's like, I've I've worked at a lot of movie theaters <laughs> in, my, in my tenure. And I really like, this is the first time where I it like really kind of captured that feeling of being in like a small theater when nobody else is there and it smells like stale popcorn and like you know like it's just it felt like like I was watching it and I could like smell you know it, I like felt like I was back there you know what I mean like and like yeah. all the nerds and the production in the in the projection booth like trying to put together the projector and like <laughs> I loved it so much and like how they couldn't get the heat on but everyone still came and had blankets with their blankets it was, it was oh so, it was so nice I don't know I loved it and the mom just how emotional the mom kept getting about all of it and oh I also loved the theater storyline and I no one is more surprised about that than me because a save the whatever is yeah. on is pretty low on my list of like hallmark tropes I was, but I was invested in this theater. I like clapped when they got the projector working the first time. Mm-hmm. And I love old theaters so, yeah. so much. There's nothing I love more than going into like an old theater for a movie screening or like a show or something. It just, I love the design. I love all the architecture. I think it's so cool. And I, I totally agree. They really captured that. Um, I love the little moments throughout that they threw in there so that we like that you want to know how they wrap up next weekend like that entire phone call she had Ashley Williams had with her sister when she was like everything's under control don't worry about it when everything very clearly was not under control Mm -hmm. I was like what's going on in Salt Lake like I'm dying to know what's happening at this restaurant what's going on with this gentleman at Mm -hmm. the restaurant Mm -hmm. So I am thrilled. Like, I cannot wait for next weekend. I love that they're doing this. I just think it's a fun concept. It's different. I was waiting for a sister split screen and it happened when they're on the phone, Mm -hmm. walking down the street. I was like, yes, this is what I've been waiting for. And they're both like dancing. It was so cute. Do you think we're going to see it again in the next movie? Yes, we better. We better. I want all the split screens. I just love this. And I thought, you know, aside from the big draw, which is that it's the Williams sisters, like it was a very sweet story about grief and Mm -hmm. losing loved ones and spending that first Christmas without that person that you love so much and how you honor their memory and when you call, when it's time to call it quits for mm-hmm. with something like I really resonated with everything the mom was saying about the theater. She was like, I love it, but I have to let this go. It was kind of haunting her in a way, you know, mm-hmm. she never it was never going to be the same without her brother. She 
wasn't going to take on another business. You know, she was like the practical thing to do. And the best thing to do for my sanity is to let this theater go. Like, guys, I know you love it, but we have to let this go. And so I really understood where she was coming from, but then I also loved the solution that the sisters are going to go into business together. I think that's great. We didn't even talk about the romance of it all. I know, which is good. Debate club nemesis. Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. I thought it was so sweet. I love that guy. What's his name? Mark Declan. Mm -hmm. I love him. I feel like he's usually, they usually make him like a side character. So I was glad he got the, he got the main romance. He was very sweet. I love his daughter too. And like the son, and he was so sweet to her. And they had that conversation about, you know, being without their parent. I don't know. It's just. When that little girl said Christmas is sad sometimes, I was Mm -hmm. like, that's the truest thing ever out of the mouths of babes. Yeah. I was, I'm really interested to see next weekend, how they wrap it up. Like where, where does it merge yeah. Does it end the same or is yeah. there an extra? I mean, we, well, obviously we got to see her kiss her man. Like, right. It, but it's like, does it, does it go yeah. past where we landed this mm. first movie? Like, I'm really interested to see like, it's a good point how it goes. I mean, I could see a one year later situation happening, you know, or something, mm-hmm. but. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's like, we're going to get our, our two weekends with each sister, I guess. I know. You know? This is why I wanted them both on the bracket because. I want to compare them, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And we I'm have to, it's excited. like, it's like, it's like part two. You have to, yeah. yeah. We got to see it two. through. You know what I'm loving? I'm just going to say, I'm loving this year that Hallmark seems to be leaning into their cast members making their passion projects. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? For like, sure. With HRP, with these, you know, Ashley and Kimberly Williams. Paul Campbell getting Paul to Campbell. write more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything I mean, he's given us like that. An unexpected Christmas was one of my favorites I've seen this year. It was an unexpected surprise. It was <laughs> actually, it was kind of expected. We like him. I know. It wasn't that surprising. Yeah. But I, I love that. I mean, of course we want all of the Hallmark writers that have been very great, good to us over the years to continue working. But, mm-hmm. but I do love this. I love I love them leading, leaving, leading, uh, leaning into the people in their, in their, in their bubble, I guess, in their corral and, you know, letting them be creative and, you know, take ownership and tell more stories. Cause they know, I I feel like they're, I mean, I don't know if that's just true, but they're finally like realizing that the power that these actors have with us in the way that we have now become very familiar with them. Mm-hmm. I guess, I guess CCB had her Christmas movie last year, right? That one it was where she adopted the child at the end. <laughs> it was like a Christmas town. Oh, that like one that. was a couple years ago. Yeah. Two years ago. But so I feel like this is maybe this has started earlier than I'm thinking, but it just feels like there's more of it this year and I'm loving it. Can't get enough. Me too. I'm so here for it. I want, I want sister swap movies forever. <laughs> every every season just keep swapping just keep swapping sisters that's what we want yeah oh i also wanted to say that ashley williams had a post on instagram about the woman who plays her mother in the movie and how that is actually was a close friend of her mother who passed away oh. and oh. so when There's- they were 
doing the casting for the movie, she was like, there's no person that I would want more than my mom's best friend. Oh, she was so good too. She was great. She was so good. And she showed pictures of them on set. And she said that they spent a lot of time like laughing and crying and talking about their mom and kind of her memory was there with them filming this. And I was like, oh, this movie is just really special. I think, I think both of these movies were just so special for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And I mean, oh, so glad we changed the bracket. We should be thanking Lifetime for fucking up so bad. (laughs) I did watch one of the Lifetime movies that had been on our bracket. I had before to we the go there, yeah. Before we go there, let's pick a winner of this week. Oh no! I don't hard. even want to pick a winner. Like I this can't. Is like apples and oranges. It is. I know, but we have to. This is, this is the way the cookie crumbles. I would. <laughs> I know the Let way me, the Christmas cookie the way the crumbles. gingerbread yes, cookie the gingerbread crumbles. crumbles. <laughs> um. Let me just make an argument. Okay. Don't mind. I'm nervous. Our Christmas journey, we have a chance to move something forward that was unlike anything we've ever seen. Whereas a sister swap, also unlike everything we've ever seen, but we have a second chance (laughs) to advance a sister swap next week. We do. So that's my, that's my reasoning behind saying our Christmas journey, but I loved both these movies. Would not be mad at either of them advancing and everyone should watch both of them. Um, I'm totally fine with that. However, what you're doing, Mel, is you're just setting, if, if we like that second sister swap movie, just as much, we're just going to have the same conversation when they match up again. <laughs> Cause this one would have advanced and the next one would have been, they'll meet eventually. <laughs> sure. Right. Oh, sure. no. but you know what? We, what? We'll do it then. That's a bridge, a future bridge. <laughs> Cause otherwise we're going to be, there's a chance we'd be comparing both sister swap movies, which yeah, that sounds like possibly an impossible feat. We don't know. We don't know yet. But what if we love the? What is the next movie we're watching? <laughs> the Dickens movie. Oh. The Dickens of a holiday. Well, exclamation okay. point. Erica said <laughs> the way Erica said "oh" was okay. really funny. She's like, I "Oh, I haven't even seen a mind. preview of that, so I oh, can't yeah. comment." That's not fair. I have seen a preview of that, and the one that's the following day that we didn't pick, which is like the Queen. The royal one, but he was like in New York. He's not at a castle, and I was like, mm, the Queen one looks better. Oh well. Oh. <laughs> okay. But, well, Paloha. I, we love Paloha. I think a lot of the times we move up the movies that are like funny and hilarious and kitschy and cute because you know they bring us joy. This one brought me feels all the feels for different reasons. So I think it's nice to kind of move up a more tender movie. Um, and have that in the mix of everything um, as our bracket continues. I agree. Something different than what we usually would do, because honestly, I love both of these. And um, I think that for that reason, because this one just felt a lot different than anything we've ever seen or every, or anything we've ever pushed through the bracket. I think, I think it deserves all right. So our Christmas journey moving on forward. Mm. All right. Now we can talk other movies. Mel, oh, what'd, you, what'd you watch? Well, I was just going to say that I did watch the high school musical reunion movie. And uh, so did I. A Christmas dance revel- reunion. Dance uh, revolution. revolution. Dance, dance, dance revolution. revolution. I was just going to say it was fine. It was better than the other Lifetime movies we watched, mm-hmm. I think. But it was not better than either of our bracket Hallmark movies. That's I agree. 
Uh, Dory, you didn't watch it yet, did you? I haven't watched it yet. There's no, a lot of dance. Let me just give you a little teaser. Yeah. <laughs> there are not one, but two tap numbers. Mm-hmm. What? And There's one of them tapping? is a gay, it's like a gay it's romance a gay tap couple tapping. Yeah. And let me right. tell the you. Kiss at the end. The kiss let at me the tell end. you, one of my biggest regrets in life is quitting <laughs> tap dance. Ah. <laughs> I did all, I did dance all through my childhood and I did tap for like maybe two years. And then I, I quit yeah. it just stayed with like kind of jazz and whatever. God, I wish I could. I wish I was like an all-star tapper. Yeah. I think tapping is the coolest it's the form coolest. of dance. It is so cool. It is so cool. And so when that, when, what's his name? Who's the high school musical dude? Corbin, Corbin blue. blue. He's the first one who taps. And I just sat That's there great. smiling the whole time. He did a whole routine. Yes. Dory, there's dancing within 15 minutes. There's dancing. Okay. And, there's, and then there's I, dancing like every like 20 minutes. There's another dance routine. And then the performance at the end, like there's multiple so routines. Yeah. There's not you just see, like one. You see and it's not just the stars. Yeah. No. You see like, and there's like a girl in a wheelchair. Also, yes. A little you know? girl who's in the dance class in a wheelchair. And that's those little Ooh. things like that matter too. So yeah. I'm glad I can't wait to watch it. And like the two actors that play the uncle who owns the hotel and her mother. I was like, I love these people. I hope they're in like a million more movies. That said, the the movie also had a lot of flaws. Yeah. (laughs) Had a lot of hokey, Mm. weird stuff. Like them sending the letters up and it was like the lanterns that were clearly being pulled up. Yeah. like that does not look like a floating lantern. Like that is not happening. And there's like that ha- that envelope is way too heavy. But okay. yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I thought they were gonna set up like a pneumatic tube, you know, like one of those old things at the department store. Where would it go? Well, that's the thing. It an old hotel might have one, but oh, you mean like inside? I thought you meant outside. Inside, yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah, just like they should nowhere. <laughs> yeah, well, they set it up and it just like goes to a room upstairs. Who cares? But like they're like letters, you know, to Santa. Yeah, I yeah, I think. I definitely think it was one of the better showings of the lifetimes we watched, Mm -hmm. but I still stand behind our switch. Yeah. Also, I'm excited to watch it. The two leads are, I mean, of course, adorable together. Of course. Very sweet. Um, Can we talk about tapping for a second? Because (laughs) (laughs) can we circle back to tapping? Can we circle back to tapping? Because I too love tapping. And the first Broadway play I ever saw, I went to New York with my dad. I had to have been like 10 or 11. And the first show we saw was called Jelly's Last Jam. And it was about Jelly Roll Morton, who was a famous jazz musician, band leader. Um, And Gregory Hines played Jelly Roll Morton. (gasps) And Savion Glover played young Gregory Hines, like young Jelly Roll Morton. So like it was all star tapping and I have never forgotten that show. It changed my life. It was the freaking best. And I read that I read this week that they are going to do a Fred Astaire biopic Mm -hmm. with Tom Holland as Fred Astaire. Come on. I'm here for it. I don't think you guys can see it, but I have a, a scar on my chin that I the tap uh, scar. Yes. When I was <laughs> a tap scar. When I was in kindergarten, I was tapping in my hallway, you know, practicing, and I just wiped out and hit my chin on the floor. I had to get stitches. So, you know, I have a tap wound. I think I need to buy some tap shoes and just take adult classes. Yeah, they definitely have go. they definitely I mean, have some in LA. Why sure. not? 
I mean, that's the one thing out of all of the things that you could be that I wish I was, which is a really good dancer because it just looks amazing. And oh, well. I mean, I wish <laughs> we could all take a tap class together right now. I don't know if I could do. I feel like you'd love dance, it, Mel. I would be real bad at tap. <laughs> Dory, Dory, I'm going to ask you if you've ever seen a movie and I feel like you are going to say yes. Okay. Did you ever see the movie? It's like from the nineties called stepping out. Of course. With Liza Minnelli. <laughs> yeah. I used to of watch course. that on repeat nonstop because it's basically a bunch of, you know, misfit adults, I guess they take a tap <laughs> class with Liza yep. Minnelli and it's just, it's hilarious and it's adorable and they do a performance at the end. And I just, I wish I could be as cool as those people, you know, I we know. could, we could be in a class just like that. We just need Liza Minnelli. I know <laughs> it's not a tall order. I feel like there are so many lost like nineties dance movies out there. There used to be so many dance movies that I would watch just like on basic cable all the time. Yeah. They're just lost to us. Lost to history. <sighs> all right, guys. Well, that's after we become our hallmark extras, then we're going to become yeah. professional tap dancers. We're going to be tappers for sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, so what else did you watch Mel? <laughs> Uh, we can watched, talk tap all night. We got to move on. I, wa- I know. <laughs> I, watched, I wish uh, we could. I know. I watched Eight Gifts of Hanukkah, I think it's called, which mm-hmm. was the, the Hanukkah movie with uh, Jake Epstein, who I love. I'm like a Degrassi TNG fan for life. Um, which another, I mean, I was also like, this is another, I, I just appreciate it. So Hallmark, I feel like they listened when so they've done some Hanukkah, some Hanukkah related movies in the past, and the complaint online was always like, well, they don't actually have a Hanukkah movie. It's Hanukkah in relation to Christmas. Like Christmas right. is still the main star in these movies, and then right. Hanukkah is just like also there. <laughs> this movie, you could tell. I feel like they set out and they're like, we are making a Hanukkah movie. We're not, you know, there's like half a mention of Christmas at the beginning, and then the whole the whole rest of it, it's like all Hanukkah, like all of the music. There's no Christmas music throughout the whole thing all Hanukkah related or just other music and I really appreciate that they did that like I mm-hmm. I feel like they listened and they addressed the note you know what I mean <laughs> like, right let me ask you a question yeah did they have to explain a whole bunch right. of stuff did they because, explain Hanukkah because this is this is the problem you don't have to explain Christmas we get it that's true I always feel that, bad but... for the Hanukkah movies because I know sometimes you do have to explain it because you know still not a lot of people know like the tr- traditions of Hanukkah and the meaning of Hanukkah but at the but you know movies that have so much explaining it just gets so heavy and like weighed down so I'm always interested no, for to, sure. to know how they handle that I mean they could I think at this point they could shake the having to explain the traditions hard and just, agree and just show the family like celebrating we get it yeah. they play with the, you know the dreidel like you know like we get it and it's also like it's it's obnoxious i'm sure because yeah no one needs to explain christmas well whose fault with that like the christian majority you know what I mean? like <laughs> yeah but the way they do it in this movie like the first night of hanukkah with her family she invites her i think it's her co-worker so there is some like this is what this is you know there's some of that but then there's other nights where there's no interloper there it's just the family i feel like later so there's a chef that she brings in to cater there is like a event at the end and i feel like she has to explain some of the food maybe mm-hmm. i don't even really remember because <laughs> it's like what not- do you need to explain about potato latkes yeah. like they're self-explanatory i know i mean 
mostly it was the row i mean it was like the romance and it was also like the eight get like it was like a lot of talk about her bubby you know her grandmother mm-hmm. and like and like uh, uh it's like shart or whatever what is that word i know it's not that's not the right word shart it means um like fate it was fate like if fate is love i know it's it's definitely not shart did you know what shart is mel yes of course it's a shit fart <laughs> The shirt. <laughs> what just happened? Shirt. <laughs> Hold on, I'm looking it up. Oh my god! Oh my god! The oh shirt. The shirt. Yes. B e s h e r t. I am a very. <laughs> I grew up in a town with no Jewish people, and I apologize. Oh, but you just said shirt. I know. The <laughs> shirt. Ooh. i can't oh, i'm oh, sorry guys i'm oh sorry to God. every jewish person <laughs> doesn't for sure it's like your your loved one or your i think it's like a faded loved one right yeah Isn't it? yeah <laughs> dory's still crying no, I, know. I broke dory <laughs> she's done <laughs> Mel's confusing a Yiddish word for farts. It's unfortunate, but true. I probably have more experience with sharts. <laughs> You're just digging all and with faded, faded love. Oh, no, I'm crying. <laughs> Soulmate. America both being like sharks. <laughs> Soulmate, but the literal, literal translation is death. It's like your, it's like your honey, like your loved one, or your like destiny, your, your, yeah. yeah, soulmate. Oh my god! Ooh. How did we even talk about? How did this even come up? I don't. Oh, you were just talking about. Because I just talking about how they had things that they did not explain. Oh, okay. To, to a Ooh. random interloper. Anyway, oh, it god. was help me. <laughs> Oh, no. I think I've said enough. So someone else. <laughs> my face hurts from laughing. Uh, oh my oh god! Man. I don't even know how we follow up with this. I don't think we can. Well, oh. I want to hear about single all the way. Oh my god! Did anyone watch I it? Watched me? it yet. I haven't watched it yet. I want to watch it tonight. You is guys, it, it is. So this is Netflix. Single all the way. Single all the way. It's so great. I, I I'm telling you, so it's going to be your favorite of the entire. Did you really? like it? So you liked it more than Love Hard? Yes. Wow. And I loved Love Hard, but this, I mean, I just Jennifer Coolidge. Like you'll laugh every time oh she's God, on I love screen her. because she's so great. Everyone was so natural and had such great chemistry. God, I wish I wish I could talk to you guys about it. Uh, Hallmark star Luke. Um, oh, Luke McFarland's in it, right? He's in it. Um, so there's a little bit of Hallmark-ness for you. Um, I promise I'll watch tonight and we can talk about it next week because I'm the, dying to watch it. The Love okay. Hard guy was in Our Christmas Journey. Wasn't he? The boss in Love Hard? Yes. He was like, he, he, was, he was the, the teacher, teacher at the school. Putting on the play. Oh, I didn't play. even mm-hmm. notice that. Um, yeah. No, anyway. but, funny. but I, I will wait to talk about okay. thing all the way because there's so many scenes i don't want to say like why they're okay. great so we're gonna have to talk about it um also on netflix i watched a castle for christmas 
Ooh, is that Brooke Shields? Oh, the Brooke Shields one. Yes. Very cute. Yes, it was very cute. Not as much to sing all the way, but it was, I mean, like Brooke Shields, I just love her. Like there's something comforting about Brooke Shields. I I love her too. And what's very interesting about the movie is you don't even hear a mention of Christmas until like 25 minutes in. You don't even see Mm -hmm. or hear Christmas music Christmas decorations until like an hour in. Hmm. So really Ground, groundbreaking. Yeah. It's very <laughs> different. And at first when I was watching, I'm like, was this not even a Christmas movie? And then they were just like, let's make it one at the end. Well, you know, but, but they get there. It was cute. I mean, Drew Barrymore's in it <laughs> as herself, which I thought was hilarious. Oh, that's fun. So it was really good. I also watched the CCB Hallmark movie. <laughs> How was it? It wasn't that bad. <laughs> Oh, it was kind of cute. There was good banter between her and the lead guy. I liked the way they, they did some of the ins into the new acts because basically it's she and the main guy is there. Uh, they're competing in a Christmas contest. It's like five events and the winner of that gets money. Uh, and it's a guy that she used to date. So there's like the rivalry revenge kind of stuff going on. And so they're on a news show doing this competition, the way they opened acts was like them being interviewed for the new show about the competition about each other. So, Oh, that's cool. It was cool. It was different. It was something different that Mm -hmm. I thought was really cool. Instead of just like coming into scenes, they came into like, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. their interviews and stuff. I'm glad Um, that they finally let them out of the parking lot where they were doing those interstitials. Oh my God. I know. Um, but it was, it was funny. I thought he was really funny. You know, she's her regular quirky self. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, it was good. I just, I don't know why I watched it. I just happened to see it on the DVR. I'm like, fine. And then I liked it. It wasn't bad. So Ugh, that's I what I watched. Pick, I need to pick up my Christmas movie watching. I just have been backlogged. It's been so mm-hmm. busy. Can I tell you, I watched half of a clusterfunk Christmas, the <gasps> Comedy Central, Anna Gasteyer. And How is it? it is the greatest thing. I've oh only, God, I'm only wait. like 40 minutes yes. in. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. You can tell it is made and written by someone who is very much, or I mean, they have very much studied. The, like, they understand. They get it. You know, it's not just the obvious stuff that people joke about. Like right. there's a whole scene where the lead actress, you know, she's in the small town and she's like, she wants coffee and the whole time, everywhere she goes, they only have hot chocolate. She's just like, <laughs> I don't understand why there's no coffee anymore. And then there's another where she's like having a conversation and the music is playing really loud, like the Christmas, you know, whatever. And she's like, wait, do you hear that? God, it's so loud. Excuse me. We're trying to have a conversation. You know, it's like, I, I would love, love it. it. I would love if this so was great. written by like a, a writer of the Hallmark movie. Oh, I think like an insider thing. Yeah, I think that is part of it. They 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 like one of their friends had written like thirty of them or something. So they <gasps> yeah. work with her. So Dory, ha- you haven't watched anything? Nothing. I oh my gosh. I know. Life man it gets in I the way. Know. Life got in the way. You know. You know what happens? Like we get to this point in the year where Christmas is in sight. It is so close. You can almost taste it. And then you're trying to wrap up work and deal with that. You're trying, we're trying to watch these movies for the bracket. Mm -hmm. We're trying to record the podcast. Like 
it just, too much. there's so much going on. We're trying to watch real housewives. Like there's mm-hmm. so much. People are having Christmas gatherings and yes, there are brunches and dinners and you know, we have an outing. Mm-hmm. So there's just a lot going on. Yeah. I'm packing for there. a move. I'm moving across country. Mel, Mel's leaving us, which you know? I've, I've encountered a very, a question I cannot solve today, which hopefully you, maybe you guys have some insight. If I throw away a vision board, am I cursing myself? David <laughs> <laughs> Bone says, don't do it. Mel, you are I mean, just, there's no, like, there's, there should be like, you know, there's how there's electronics recycling. There should be vision board, vision recycling. board recycling, something. Cause it just what? seems like a real bad no. moment. Maybe you should, throw it in the dumpster. here's what you should do. You should take all the pictures, everything you have, and you should burn it and then that's like send, that's like sending it up into the universe okay 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 that's what I do every new year's every new year's I write my resolutions and what I hope for the year and then I light it on fire in the fireplace and I feel like it puts it like, into the world all right I'm gonna attach it to a lantern yes and send it <laughs> and to the north pole oh my have the God. crane Carry it up to the I just pictured Mel waving goodbye (laughs) to her vision board with a tear, single tear down her face. Like, when did you you make the vision board? I feel like you were there. So, and I was in the other apartment. Are you supposed to make one every year? No, throw that away. (laughs) It's so old. That's a decade old. Again, again, I can, like, I I don't feel good throwing it away. I think if you throw it away and if you make a new one, you'll feel okay. Yeah. It's it's like, you're putting new visions out into the world. Yeah. Mel, that vision board's a decade old. Do you think I need to call like a, 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 a a good witch to like, no, I think you need to throw it away. (laughs) This, I thought you were talking about a vision board you made this year as a new year's thing. This is from like, who still gets magazines. This know. one is from like 2012. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Oprah's on it. <laughs> Oprah's on it. <laughs> oh my God. Now it's time to let go. It's time to let it go. Okay. I and, just don't want to I still want any curses. I have enough curses. I don't need more curses. Who no. knows? Maybe throwing this away will release you from something. Mm-hmm. A blockage. <laughs> yeah. An energy block. We're going to, we're going to try and cut that cord. I'm going to, I guess I'll be the test case. We'll see. Wow. Mel, you are killing me tonight. Yeah. This I mean, I've, I've, iconic. I've definitely offended an entire. You guys, <laughs> we have talked about <laughs> sorry vision boards and charts <laughs> and today. Charts. <laughs> like what else is there? What vision else is boards, there? charts, and tap dancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that doesn't scream Christmas, I don't know what does. I know. <laughs> and with that, I know. Should we? Should we? We say, need to get out of here. I know. Let's stop the insanity, shall we? Let's just yeah. say next week it's a Dickens of a holiday! Exclamation point. Which I'm already—that's too much enthusiasm already. Versus Sister Swap, you know, dot dot at Christmas in the city, Salt Lake City. Here for it. Here for it. So. Well, thanks for listening to our nonsense. Yeah. Friends. We love you all. One more week. One more week, baby. One more week, and then we declare a winner. Oh, my gosh. All righty, guys. Well, Merry Christmas. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.